Hola, ¿cómo estás? Welcome to another episode of Tequila High Club. Today we've got a tequila that has been aged for two years. The branding is all about partying. And to complement that, I have my best mate, homie, and co-founder of Tequila High Club back on the show where we're going to be talking about red flags, who pays the bill first. Eddie, what's up? Glad to be back here. And I can tell we're going to have a, a big party tequila from the hat. Yeah. <laughs> from that guy right here. And there's a black hat too. What else can be more toxic than a <laughs> black sombrero? Um, I'm not sure if that was racist or not. <laughs> nothing to do about well, with race. <laughs> well, got to do about the color black and, you know, fuck boys love black. Fuck boys. <laughs> so how's, how's your flight over? Good, man. You know, like, I just want to come down here to talk about, you know, tequila and shit with you. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see you're still wearing the same shirt from last time. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you haven't watched that since the last episode. Committed. Committed. Uh, please donate to Blake or if you're uh, a clothing brand, you got some cool shit. If Drop you, a comment like, you know. If you like my shirt, like and subscribe. If you don't like my shirt, still like and subscribe. I think we try to find a sponsor, to be honest. I mean. Who like, can style me besides you, Eddie? Well, I've sent you a bunch of stuff already, so I'm not sure where they <laughs> Hopefully they've been worn properly. And I've, I've sold them on eBay. I, I want to see some kiss marks on the collar. Do you know, that's what I wanted <laughs> to do. Maybe I should make a shirt that says kiss here. Yeah, I should. And then, right. so what are we drinking? What are we drinking? All right, so Sorry. today we've got Sierra, Antigua, and Yeho. So Sierra, they've got a Reposado, and it's we talked in the last episode how mm. um, we had that really cheap. It's like Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo is terrible, but their Reposado is terrible as well. So this one is t terrible. I don't know. Like they've said it's been um, rested in barrels for two years. So that's where the Añejo comes from, right? And the darkness for mm. it. And so there's supposed to be a bit more of a fullness to this. Now, I'm going to just give a little bit of... A little bit of I definitely hate Añejo, just too much. Like, I don't drink whiskey mm -hmm. to me. Like, I mean, if I drink Añejo, it has to be in a big ice block. Do you know what I mean? I think you... you but it needs to be really shoes. good, clean Añejo. <laughs> yeah. So this, I'm not I too sure. Like, yeah. But what I don't like about this, this tequila brand is you go and try and find their story and mm. really what the essence of their company is. And you can't find anything. The only thing that they're, all their branding is... And hey... Sierra, if you're watching this, take some notes because you should take some notes on what I'm about to say. Sierra isn't really the best tequila and no. all they do is all their branding is all about partying, partying, taking shots. They've even got on their website, uh, first you need to take some salt, then you need to take the, the lemon after oh. and they actually have a photo and okay. I was like, what are you guys doing? Cringe. Then go onto their Instagram and Ricky put this up. They've even got this chick who it's, a, it's like mm. she's doing a video but she's doing like this. Oh, and God. I'm like, I looked at it and I'm like, dude, I do not want to be anywhere near that tequila. So maybe it's like a spring break tequila vibe. It feels like spring break. It's like, yeah. I don't know, for the poor spring break person. There's, I just don't. So this tequila is basically designed to make young girls vomit. And, and everyone to be hungover. Great. I'm so keen to try this. Yeah. And so this is the first one that really, there was another, there's another one um, that we, that we have done. Um, no, I think it's coming in the next um, couple of episodes is they've got kind of a bit of a party mm. vibe, but the tequila is actually really, really good as well. And they still have a story be behind kind of the party vibe. This, I would like to see more understanding of where the recipe or where the companies actually come from besides just taking shots and, and shit like that. 
And I think maybe that might be, you might be able to appreciate it. All right. Let's so let's, let's taste let's it anyway. It. Let's see what this, um, what oh, this okay. annual cheers. Okay. Perfect. You only pour a little shot here. Oh, so already it feels oh. toxic, right? It smells toxic. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's got, yeah. it feels like it's just really, it does feel more potent than others. Like it's, I think it's going to have a punch. I actually enjoy that. <laughs> I actually really like that. It's not, not too bad, bad, actually. Yeah, añejo. It's actually really good. It's it, very smooth. It kind of hits. It's actually that is cool. Okay, so damn, we judged the book by its cover way too soon. Well, I didn't judge the the book on the añejo. I more so judged like it's the company like you can in smell its soul. It. It's, you, you can't even smell the the alcohol's not punching through the nose. If you know what I mean, because a lot of tequila and a lot of um, Tequila just goes straight to the nose. It evaporates really quickly. Yeah. You can just go, the ethanol just clearing that nasal. But this is like, this is the tequila that I like, which is like a soft, subtle, smooth yeah. tequila. Well, one of the reasons, okay, so um, Jose Cuervo got on like Tequila Match, they got a 26 out of 100, right? Mm. So when you look at like, even though, a com but then you look at Jose Cuervo's like other stuff, like their nice traditional yeah. Blanco, it's beautiful, right? So, I mean, what I would just, all I'm saying is that, I do like this. And I think Añejo is always better if it's from a company where uh, the reposado isn't as good. But I feel like they spend more time on trying to deliver, you know, that long resting, well, which I think they've done. If the reposado well. is good, then an Añejo will be even better. Do you know what I mean? Like Exactly. Well, it has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, if you mess up the Añejo and like your reposado is better, then you're I mean, obviously you the aging, right? Yeah. I really enjoy that. I think with a nice ice um, in it. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the the flavor and the taste, but there's a there's an aftertaste I'm not liking. It it feels really? like I've got, I feel like there's a sweetness to it, like a honey sweetness yeah, to it. But then I think it, it just it feels like there's too much. How would I say it? it? Just feels like it's a little bit too more potent. It's not as smooth as like the runoff as it could be. Hmm. But I mean, still overall, I think. Um, is for the price as well. I mean, this. How is, much is the bottle? I mean, the price is roughly about sixty. I think about sixty US. Yeah, good for Anyaho. Yeah, maybe fifty US. Standard. Yeah. So I mean, for if you want, like, I think if you want a well-priced Anyaho, I think this could be if you're if you're fifty dollars. Black hat man is the black sombrero. Why they do this like for all of theirs, right? Because that's the party yeah, vibe, right? So, I know. But you know what it is like. A lot of people who's who, who see that they just go, oh, they just think of throwing up well yeah and it's parting right so that's like the a perfect shot amount so yeah. that's also the reason why sierra sierra um sierra's I always see, like that. if you if you cover that this bottle looks classy and <laughs> it's just yeah. like yeehaw actually do you know what i really like about their bottle and stuff is they got a lot of the aztec um rich heritage well that's what i'm saying and it's just cool. like see now okay hat, okay sierra if you are watching this why don't you tell us about this on your website? Why don't we hear the fucking stories of exactly... Mm. Dude, I love the rich culture of Mexico. That's why I love this te tequila so much. But you never see... Like, I loved Aztecs. I used to do Aztec projects when I was younger. Tell us about what this means. Yeah, it's just one of those like cultural inappropriation kind of thing where yeah. you go, I'm using Aztec vibe and then mixing it up with the Mexican sombrero. Like, but it's the same thing, man. It's like, like... I mean, all the, like, the Mexican back in the day, like that's where it all came from. Like, it's... No, okay. I'm saying it's like, come on, like there should be context to it. This bottle seems like slapping everything into one. We're yeah. going to like thousands of years, pyramid days into party days. Yeah. Vibe. I'm marketing. It's, it's just weird. Yeah. So anyways, anyways, yeah. 
for future, I would just like to see more. This is why I love There's so many stories with different yeah. branding. Um, and I love looking into different tequila branding. Yeah. It makes you see like there's a there's so much more. I just think the basis is uh, make sure that your story actually, yeah, like what you just said, make sure your story matches what your bottle and everything that you're trying to do. Because mm-hmm. what's the point? Well, that doesn't, that doesn't to me looks like I'm going to drink, I'm going to be partying and taking shots, right? No. That's kind of like, oh, there's some richness to it. I would, I actually enjoy that, like sipping it slowly. Yeah. We're talking about young girls vomiting. What makes you vomit, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> what makes you yak? What's well, your let's, what's your aches and we gotta have this shot first and then we oh, can get into that, all right? Okay. I'm not even gonna have the orange because Cheers. See, very smooth. I see like that it. see, that was really smooth having the shot it's of that. Like, yeah, this tequila is actually really good. Mm. I'm gonna start drinking that more now. I'm keen to try the blanco as well. I think the blanco I mean just the reposado is just really hard to hard to drink, I think. You know, I've had it before. Okay. All right, I'm going to pour this drink. We're going to get back into it. Do you want orange and... Yeah, what? yeah. Let's go with orange. I mean, put the slice of orange in my, my cup, actually. That extra orange. Gosh. There you go. So, what are we talking about now? Eddie, are we going to be talking about red flags? Icks. What icks. are your icks? Um, do you have any physical icks, Blake? When do you see a girl? Like, what's your type? Let me, actually, yeah, what's your type first? I don't even know what your type is because like, you, I think, I mean, maybe I do, but maybe I don't. You have like a general type, I feel like, but every now and then you, you steer left <laughs> and just kind of like throw me off a little bit. When I see like, oh yeah, this is what you're going for on a regular basis. And then you're suddenly dating someone who's completely different and you go, oh shit, what the <laughs> fuck happened there? Uh, okay, well, let's go back in time a little bit. Okay, so for, for starters, um, uh, I'm not interested. Uh, I don't think I'm, I'm not, not telling that. Um, I don't interested in like black chicks. It's just like I've, I've because we never, I've never grown up with them, right? So, yeah, we got exposed to it. Yeah, I feel like if you're in America or like in yeah, Africa, you'd be I mean, I've seen beautiful, you know, African Americans, you know, black chicks. Um, I just, it's, I don't know why. It's just not into mm-hmm. like my thing. Um, I never actually even used to be into uh cheers. cheers. I never actually even used to be into Chinese girls or anything like that, right? Uh, and then yeah. oh, that's, oh, that's good. That's all oh, I can feel that nice mm. richness through that come through the orange. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Um, out of ten, though, um, before we actually get into this, what would you rate this so far? You know what? I really like it, Sierra. Uh, I wouldn't. It's eight and a half, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Very high. Um, okay, see, I mean, I never used to be into Chinese girls, and then I met this one girl um, about two years ago, mm. two and a half years ago, and we just vibed, and she's uh, from New Zealand, uh, but Chinese, and then we ended up just, like, getting really fucking close, yeah. and, you know, we went to New York to go see her in that, and, um, like, that's kind of like, and then since then, like, I've, my next, the next girl I dated was, was Chinese, mm. uh, Portuguese, next one was Chinese American. Um, and so, I don't know, like it's, to me, I, I don't have a type. If they're hot, they're hot. Mm. You know, I, you could be, I've dated girls who are, you know, five foot one, mm. which is fun because uh, you can fun throw size. them around. 
Um, but then I've also dated, you know, girls who are like, you know, my height, 6'3". Mm. Um, That's crazy tall for a girl. Yeah. Um, any girls taller than six foot? Damn, girl. And then are you an ass guy, guy or a boobs girl? A 2000, guy. early 2000 to mid 2000, I was more an ass guy. Yeah. Uh, now I just like tall, skinny model girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so exposed to it. I'm like, yeah, that's my type. And they're like, I think that's sexy to me now. Uh-huh. I mean, back then it was just like, I mean, we grew up in the chingy days, you know, like, and you just seeing um, MTV raps, just fat ass, and everyone's talking about fat ass all the time. Yeah. So you kind of like grew up in that sort of hip hop environment where it's like fat ass is a thing. Yeah. I mean, now it's still a thing, you know, it just saw Ice Spice the other day at a festival and just goddamn, everyone's still talking about <laughs> ass, right? So I guess still a thing, but I, I don't know, my changes, um, I don't have a, a preference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't. I can go with black girl, white girl, Spanish girl, but I wouldn't go with Asian girl. Mm, yeah, because you're dated. Because um, I'm. I don't know why it is. Well, it is like being um, Asian race in Australia. Do you know what I mean? Like we're kind of like the ABCs. I, I don't mind the ABCs: Australian born, Chinese. That what we label yeah. the Asians who race in America or Australia who are born there. ABCs. That's the term we we kind of label them. So I'm kind of. I'm probably partial as ABCs because I grew up and raised in Australia. So my taste is probably more like, I feel like I tried dating an Asian um, once and in the last of three months, I just felt it's too similar to me. Mm-hmm. I like the differentness and like different yeah. pheromones. And, That's kind of like, I don't like, I don't want to date an Australian mm. again. Cause yeah, like my friend Eastern European, like he's Bosnian, he wouldn't date a Bosnian chick. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, maybe Eastern European girls, fuck that. And I go, bro, Eastern European girls are the hottest people on earth. Yeah. And he's like, no, man, that's, you know, not my type. Yeah. I used to be like a guy who, when people would be, oh, you're a boobs or an ass guy. And I used to say, oh, I like, I like, well, I'm both. I don't care. Yeah. But now I was on my bike riding back to the house and I'm, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm, I'm an ass guy. Yeah. Because boobs, I don't care. Like boobs are boobs. Like if, you can always get like bolt-ons and anything mm-hmm. like that. But if you have a really nice ass, and I just get to go down there and eat it, yeah. then like, I'm and, just and, like, oh. I like the fit ass, like people who've done squats. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I wouldn't go with flat ass as well. Um, flat tits, I don't mind. I don't really care yeah, about tits. Yeah, same. Uh, I love flat tits out there. Like small titties are better. Just kind of cute. Oh, still got, so still cute. got cute nipples. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, that's petite. If they get big tits, I'm like, oh, that's great. If you got big tits, small ass, go, oh, girl, go yeah. to squat. Do you know what's so hot oh. is when you're like, when you're with a girl, and then she's got like no boobs, but like her nipples are really sensitive. Mm. And then you guys just like kissing, and then she's just like, oh, I that's, think that's so sexy. Yeah. So, I find it so, so let's look at red flags, man. So, you know, you, you've dated, you know, quite a few people. I've dated quite a few people. Once I only dated three to five. Three, seriously. The first two, kind of like, you know, when. Yeah, you're but not. you know what I mean when I say dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, three to five. But yeah. like, who knows how many that were just kind of for fun. So. Yeah, so what's what's a red flag like when you when you first meet a girl and then when you're dating a girl? What's actually no? Because we already talked about kind of like meeting girls. So when you're dating someone, we'll just touch base on it. Like I, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I think like for me, um, first thing's the looks. Obviously, I have to have an attraction. Mm-hmm. If she's not attractive, then I would. I mean, like attraction is is uh, looks is just a surface level thing, right? But to me, that's why I gravitated towards. I'm like, and I think just my my ego to be. I wanna, I wanna create the perfect human being. So my partner has to be the perfect girl with this <laughs> sort of a look. I have like this 
particular image of what a girl, what, what my partner would look like, you know, to raise the most beautiful kids. <laughs> that was like my mission in life. Like my kids are going to be the most beautiful kids in the world and you're welcome planet Earth. So like that's I think why I'm gravitated towards like really beautiful looking women. I'm um, not necessarily like good looking, but they have to be interesting um, looking. Like they like I love the type of look where you go, hmm, is she hot or is she? I don't know. Like I just can't figure out if she's hot or not. Mm-hmm. But then she's really good looking. Do you have like something about her facial features? I have a thing for beauty spot here or here. Like all my exes have like a beauty spot either mm-hmm. here or there. Um, Scarlett Johansson has one, Natalie Portman, everybody has, like, like Blake Lively, which I find it really um, attractive. Mm-hmm. Then after that, that's when you go into the personality. I'm like, ah, oh, is she interesting? Yeah. Can she, um, can she talk and be in conversation for longer than half an hour without me having to go, um, uh, what do you want to drink? Like, you know, have to kind of pause and reset. Yeah. If she can make me laugh, holy shit, dude. I'm like, like, that's a man hinge type. That's rare, but it's, it's rare, but it's, you know, I've had dates like that. Yeah. Dumb dates, I've also had a lot of dumb dates. Yeah. Where um, someone who just not cultured or well-traveled, um, a lot of Australians are kind of like that, you know, where you go, oh man, you're just so not cultured. Mm. And that's a turn off for me. They could be like really good looking, but if they don't know the basics between different cultures. I went to a date with this flight attendant before and um, <laughs> went to um, an Asian fusion restaurant. And then she was like, all right, um, I had, I don't know, I was a bao. And I'm like, what, a bao? <laughs> I'm like, what's, yeah. And I'm like, in my head, a flight attendant, you, bitch, you should be like traveling around the world, eating all the, the cuisines around the world, right? And you don't know what a bao is? Like, goddamn, or. What airplane, what, what airplane was she? What? Uh, she was a Qantas flight attendant. See, Qantas, like, they just, I domestic. think Qantas, yeah. uh, domestic. So it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be if, dude, this is but international. It's, it's still, in my head, you're a flight attendant. I think you'll be well-traveled enough to understand the difference between teriyaki chicken and pad thai or whatever, right? <laughs> to understand your cuisines. Okay, but, so so <laughs> well-traveled and understanding food <laughs> is, is one of you. Yeah, like, or smart, right? Like, if you're smart, dude, that's attractive. Have you ever, like, cut a date short? I have. Yeah? I have. Why? Um, I remember, oh, I've, I've kind of date short many, many times, Blake. <laughs> Normally, I'd, I'd make an excuse. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Someone just locked out of their house and I have to get back and, and open. I'll make up some excuses. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God, my best friend's in trouble. I have to really go get her, like, yeah. help. Um, but many, many times. I think just as soon as, like, that, the second phase of the date, like, the first date, uh, the first phase is obviously judging by the looks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you go to the second phase, which is going on a date, having dinner or having drinks. And then if they can't get into a conversation, like my boy just go, mm-hmm. like, all right, this is a waste of my time. I don't want to pursue this. And I go, well, babe, I, think I have to go. You know, I just cut it back short. Um, so it'll probably last half an hour to an so hour. So you just make up an excuse and say you have to like fuck off? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had that once when the conversation, and it was all, it was all about conversation. It was very hard. With uh, being able to just continue having that going and it feels like you're always trying to like ask and keep going and going. And that's fine, but you also need a little bit of back and forth because, I mean... The banter is so sexy. Yeah. Banter, banter, banter. Girls, if you know how to banter, holy shit. Yeah. If you know how to be funny and you give me so much shit, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, to me, just like, you know, it's just so attractive. Mm-hmm. I remember this girl who just gave me banter all the time. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, give me shit all the time. And I'm just like, God damn. How do I give it back? I can't even, like, retaliate to this. You know, just like, and just have no answer. And that's to me, that's super attractive. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have to be super hot. And, you know, she's probably only like an 8 out of 10. I mean, 8 out of 10 is great. But yeah. that just made it a 10 out of 10 just because she knows how to banter and joke around and that personality. So then when you're on a, like, on a date, what's your views about, like, who pays, who, like, who pays on a date and stuff? Oh, Blake, you're touching sensitive subject right here. <laughs> who pays the bill? <clears throat> I love what, um, who was it? 50 Cent <laughs> in this interview. Like, who pays the, uh, the bills? Like, whoever idea of the date is, um, pays the bill. I was just, right, I was just that's what yeah, I, that, yeah. oh, God damn, that wouldn't fly nowadays if we say that, you know. But obviously, like, I don't mind paying. The I mean, I think it should. I think if, it should. If, I've invi- if I ask a girl out, I'm asking for her time. Exactly. And I'm, so then yeah. I, it's my idea. I'm going to pay. Yep. But if a girl it's goes. Also it's a masculine way of proving yourself, right? Because, like, if a guy doesn't want to pay in first date, dude, that's a red flag. Yeah. But, you know, I, I've been on, on a lot of um, first dates and I go to toilet, I come back and they sort out the bill. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. To me, that's like, oh shit! That just that she threw me a curveball. Yeah, she's like, what peg, else you got? She's you know, gonna peg me tonight. Wait, yeah, yeah, <laughs> can have my buddy tonight. Girl. <laughs> I'm not that expensive. Um, but yeah, like uh, I've had a few days like that. I go, holy shit! Like I respect that, you know, because um, she that's I, I find that more common in Australia. Mm. Australian girls are great like that. Um, I feel like when they have their shit together, then yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Australian girls also they want to show. Um, I'm independent. I don't need my guys to pay my bills. Yeah. Like, a lot of the Australian girls I date are just more like, it's all about 50-50. Even like when I inbound for, for first dinner or whatever, they're like, hey, can I, can I pay half? Okay, so then if a girl says, hey, do you want to catch up like this week, right? And you're cool, like, like yeah, do you want to go out somewhere? And she's like, yeah, let, let's go out to dinner. Then would you, then does that kind of work as if she's going to pay or would you still pay or would you kind of feel like it's a mutual 50-50 but then you would end up paying? Like, how do you think? It's a weird one because like if she asked for, I still feel weird like um, letting the girl pays. Do you know what I mean? But if she offers to, to me, that's, that's all she needs to do. Just offer, hey, let me have, let me pay half of it. Mm-hmm. Right? If she asked, if she said like, I want to take you out, then you're paying the bill. Mm. But it has to be clear, like when she said, you, I'm taking you out. Right? I have like a few instances where the girls, I'm taking you out, I'm like, all right, then I'm not expecting to pay. <laughs> yeah. There's this, um, I remember I was dating one girl and she like paid, kind of thing, I went to the bathroom and then she came back and she said with the bill. And I don't know why, I was just like, she was really, she was so hot and we had such a good time together. And then I was like, let me repay you like right now. And I took her back to the bathroom. <laughs> it was you were disgusting, Blake. <laughs> I would never do that on the first date. God, um, it wasn't the first date. We'd been okay. dating for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. Still, come on. Like, I'm not in the toilet. It's not like <laughs> as if I'm dragging her. She was like kinking keen like that. Oh, so, yeah. well, she, dude, she if you don't it. if you don't fuck in public, then oh, don't worry, I fuck in public. But you know, <laughs> actually, yeah. What's your worst? What's your weirdest place um, you ever fucked someone? This off segue to the conversation, but you know we can chop this off um, and maybe put it into a little grab. Probably, like behind the church, like inside the church, but behind or like uh, actually like behind the church, like like in the in the grounds. It was across yeah. the road from um, Claymont Days. That one, and then oh, actually no, no, the best one, the best one actually, which was 
wild. We went um, to, I was dating this girl from Vegas and then I went over to go see mm -hmm. her for like a, a month or two. And then we went to drive to the Grand Canyon. And so it's like a two hour um, walk the whole way down. It's yeah. amazing. And then you're on the edge. They've got this big, um, big stage pillar area that you can go in and you're on the rails and you take photos and stuff, but then you can walk around and like you, if you jumped off, you can jump off into like a 200 meter drop into the river, into the Colorado river, right? Pretty dangerous. So we're kind of standing there and then she was like, we should fuck right here. And I was like, Great. and there was people coming up and then there was like an instance where we kind of saw no one coming. So then we started fucking like on the, mm. on the fucking edge and it was so sick. You like see the big Colorado river and then like, it was mad. And we videotaped it as well. It was fucking yeah. so hot. She was videotaping actually, like doing yeah. a selfie. It was yeah. classic. And then, um, so that was probably one of the best fun outdoor. I think outdoor, if you haven't had outdoor sex, it's really exhilarating whether you do it on the oh, beach yeah. or anything like that. But just being naked in the open mm. air, not even like about, you know, you know some, some people get off on like, oh, I might get caught, right? Um, depending on where you are, that could land you in jail. But yeah. I think just the nature aspect of it mm. is really invigorating when you're coming into, um, you know, yeah. sleeping with someone to sure. fucking fun. It's fucking hot. Yeah. I love fucking on a plane. <laughs> Something to do about the low oxygen level, or whatever, just makes you calm so quickly. And it's just like finding that cubicle, you know, that like, holy shit, we only have like five minutes before anyone yeah. knows that we're in there together. You know, and I find that hard. It's like fun. business class on, um, on Emirates is really good because uh, no, um, I did an economy. I know, we've all done an economy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is even better. But when I did it in, um, when I had it in business, like business class, there's, there's, um, uh bathrooms are quite big and then i was in first class as well and that you got the entire shower and everything Ooh. and like that's like you got fucking time is really really fun yeah, yeah. um fun. okay so dating though red dating. flags like so i mean because it's hard because i mean you, you're already dating someone but so let's call it red this flags is like is also it, like you know, a cultural thing like, right? should like, i for example i date a ukrainian and and i think it's their culture ukrainian russians they don't all the girls don't pay like i spoke to many people about this like they, what you date ukrainian and i remember bumming this guy out like, yeah i date ukrainian i did ukrainian too and not and he was like did she pay for anything oh bro she never paid anything <laughs> um i think the mentality of like russian women in general like i'll fuck you i'll be loyal to you but you pay for everything mm -hmm. do you know what i mean just a culture thing yeah um which i'm not accustomed to well, australian isn't that because though uh ukrainians and russians went to war back in the day and then pretty much all the men never came back so there's a bunch of chicks right and so then mm -hmm. there's always guys there's so many girls but then girls are trying to fight yeah. over guys and then it got to a point where guys would like to have a guy they would please him in every single type of way that they possibly can and then like the guy would then provide as well at the same time i don't know did you google this I've, I've heard, I've heard this, this. I've heard this before. Like, really? yeah, yeah. Like, um, that's but also, I, like in 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 Asia, is a it's a thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I don't really necessarily like dating Asian women. Yeah. Um, the materialistic thing comes to play, where they're like they're looking at like they don't really like they don't really necessarily date you for your looks and your personality, but it's more, more for your wealth. Mm -hmm. um, I remember my mom was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I I married your dad because he's got more money than the guy I should love." How? Oh. Oh, okay. You want stability. I mean, if the the guy you actually love got nothing going, that's fair. Do you know what I mean? So I get it, but it's also to point like you know, uh, 
people got marriage 50 50 da, da, da. but my, back in your mum's day you know my parents day things are different there wasn't like women went entrepreneurs women weren't like getting that shit yeah, right yeah, there was yeah. like i mean that was just a starting where like women were women then. had no education back then yeah. they couldn't get a career back then so it makes sense yeah um by 2023 i'm just so used to like girls approaching me rather than me approaching girls and girls paying for my drinks do you know what i mean like especially in australia yeah uh, i find that's a, a big thing mm-hmm. where i mean i'm so used to like the australian way is so good that's why like you know australian culture is so easy the girls are so laid back and um they're so independent um yeah sure there's like some gold diggers around um especially now in the, in the only fans days where the top good looking models get blown out to melbourne mm-hmm. and dubai bali for free monaco you get that i mean like now it's so easy to dm a girl hey i like you do you want to fly out to monaco for a few few weekends mm-hmm. and i'm like fuck yeah for free trip <laughs> why not so but that's also like a, a red flag for me when i see like girls see their instagram just like dubai melbourne and their instagram full of like designer handbags you know that one of those aesthetic and mm-hmm. dresses but then you know photos of them are like huh who's taking that photo on that picture yeah like in dubai joe it must be some rich guy so that's a red flag for me mm-hmm. but i mean some people like that do you know what i mean for me that's like a telltale sign i'm like all right that girl just most likely will want your money and not really care about your personality your kindness and what would you get to offer yeah so what would you like let's say going to okay so if you are dating a girl like because i mean red flags when you're getting to a chick but what would stop you from like dating or ending a, like a relationship like would you know sometimes you don't see red flags sometimes you know the flags mm. are orange <laughs> mm. you know sometimes you see red flags you still want them anyways yeah end up dating them anyways and yeah I'm, or they just come out of nowhere right um, like yeah it's like you know with the surf life saving when they're chasing for the red flag on the beach yeah. i feel like that's me i'm always like attracted to red flags and like Cue the same, and, and girls love that too when see, girls see red flags and they see like an opportunity to change that person well like, i can change him he's a fuck boy now but i can change him i can make him better i don't understand why that is I've, I've never understood that terminology on why like there's there's that theory that girls want to change guys hmm like i mean that has yeah i have no idea where that comes from whether it's like a family thing or like you know maybe the mom was like really i don't have no idea i can't comment yeah well I don't know, there's probably some psychologists study this shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like why girls love bad boys. So how do you then, because um, one of my, I'm pretty easygoing. Like I, my, I think the red flag for me would be like, I like honesty. Like I like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to date and be single, I like honest dating. And honest dating means... I think everyone wants honesty. <laughs> you know, yeah. dating, right? But like honest, like honesty in general, but like honest dating is, okay, I'm single, you're single uh i like you i think you're hot i want to you know keep sleeping with you or whatever but also i just want to let you know that i actually don't want anything i don't want anything long term mm. i want to but then if i'm going to go out on the weekend and i see a girl and we start chatting i'm might go home with her i just want to let you know that's where i'm at the moment yeah and i think one of the red flags for me is that's me in general and i think people sometimes get scared of actually being that honest because okay you might lose that person or something like that but at the end of the day you're going to be like what's well, happy for you mm. too many people are trying to please the other person which is kind of a stock standard thing so for the honest dating well if you're, if you're single you can be honest be like hey look 
I'm single right now. I'm enjoying. I'm just not not looking for anything, uh, uh, you know, serious. Uh, and if you tell us from the start, I think that's fair. Yeah. And if she falls in love with you, and you go, look, Han, I told you before, I'm not ready to settle down. Um, when I'm ready, I'll let you know. But like, most likely not when mm-hmm. I'm now. Um, and then hopefully they don't get too attached to you, right? And that's not fair on on the girl too. And I know, but it keeps on like you got to like. This is where that stuff's important, like communication. Hundred percent. I mean, I- what I hate is like when guys tell you, "Oh, like, I'm so I'm so attracted to you," and then they still fuck around, and then like selling the false promises to the girl. Yeah. You know, and the girl end up like falling in love with them, and then end up finding out he's also seeing other girls. Yeah. Right. Which is really common right now. I do. Because to me, it's like all the time. it's like the analogy of like you know guys like have the toys around. Yeah. Like I'll have my ball there, my toy truck there. This they know where they things are, but as soon as they lose some, oh, where, where did my ball go? Yeah. If that person leaves, you know, but they like to have all these toys yeah. options, right? And 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 what they do is they they tell these toys, toys being the girls. Yeah. They kind of like seeing, they show them the promises, make sure they still attach to you, and that's the game, unfortunately. I think it also the biggest important lesson is like you attract really like who who you are and what really what you're feeling more so like what you're feeling because you don't really know who you are it's just always what you're feeling and if you feel kind of a little bit insecure if you like okay you and me walk into a room right we're like we're gonna fuck shit up whether it's a party whether it's a fucking business meeting wherever the fuck it is right you and me carry a certain level and this is because it's no it's it didn't it's not like we were born with that mm. shit we had to like build this type of character through trial and tribulation through rejection mm. through all of these things right and we've developed a certain type of charisma that allows us to operate this way and i see here's the thing here's a life lesson for everyone okay you want to figure out who you actually are and what you attract write down on paper the last five people that you dated and write down everything about them and see how many everything about them matches with your other ones and at this time are you happy right now are you still single because what i see is people like they I, go I, with a pattern yeah like i mean there's I, I mean there's a girlfriend of mine here that like you know she's cute like i, I would date her for sure um but she's kind of like uh she's stuck in the rut of like you know the dating pool here is totally fine go out enjoy your life whatever but all i do is when i see like a red flag as in this chick's amazing she's hot um got a lot like a lot gone on which is cool but she also parties a lot here and is connected with people who run through on parties so then i'll see all right she's dating someone and then i tattoo her like how's that going oh yeah uh, i just ended it and then i'm like oh cool are you single now yeah i'm single you know out having fun then i see her with another guy but then I see that guy, like I, like I saw him the other night um, and she wasn't there and he was like all over these other girls and like hooking up with one chick. Mm. And I'm like, I wonder if that honest communication is going on there or if it's just mm. classic fuckboy happening here in Changu, which but most likely probably is. is. I think it's unique to Bali. Dude, where? no, that shit fucking happened through. When yeah, I was younger, 20s, bro, that shit happened in yeah, Australia like, all imagine, the time. Like, you know, I think Australia is a bit more... Not like this, where this is to me, it's like Love Island in a bigger scale, right? Your options are a lot more. So this is um, fucking around the, the circle goes even more here in Bali, I feel like. I noticed. Do you want another one? Uh, yeah, this thing. So I noticed in Bali, it's like just, you know, me now is coming back more often. I realized I'm like, oh shit, this is like a Love Island situation. You get the hot 
influencers, models, they're all coming here. There's plenty of tequila. And plenty of tequila. <laughs> and guys are rich and established. They want to, you know, and girls are hot here, all the most. So throw them all in the, in the pool. This not gonna, no one's, yeah. no one's gonna, Jeremy, you have so many options. That's a problem, right? Yeah, this is why, like, I don't look for anything anymore. Yeah, so how, how do you find dating in Bali compared to in Australia? Is it a lot harder to find someone to settle down with here? I mean, in Australia, right, you're, you're, you're basically, you know, living a normal reality life, right? You're going to work, doing a business, coming home, then you're going and repeating that, going out, you know, living your best life, living a healthy life. And ultimately, in a Western world, yeah. like, what do you do? You go get married, right? Now, I grew up in a uh, household that was, you know, go, mm. get married eventually. Mm. Um, and then being here, I never look for anything anymore. Mm. I, one, I'm, I mean, I've had a rough couple of like the last like month or two months. But besides all that overall, mm. I love exactly who I am, what I'm doing. And so now I'm just fucking with myself and I'm going out and enjoying my life. Now, do I want to be with someone? To be honest, in the last like three or four months, I kind of looked at myself for the first time ever that I don't ever want to get married. And I, I called my mom and told yeah. her about this. I was like, mom, I don't think I'm ever going to get married. Not because I want to fuck around and stuff, mm -hmm. just because I love being with who I am like fucking all time. Now, as I get older, that probably change. If I find an amazing you, girl, you, then suddenly, okay, that can also change. You see that Matthew McConaughey interview where he goes, um, I'll give it up on love. So I've told myself this is the, the time, when, uh, the moment where I found my love of my life was after the moment where I told myself I'll be okay not finding the love of my life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when you detach yourself from that, I've just got to do with law of attraction. When you start detaching yourself to the things that you're so wanting, you're so like obsessive with, only then you're going to find. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you just say that, like, you know, like, yeah, I'm not looking for that. I think your your true love's gonna be around the corner. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that. I I think everyone should live by that. That's I think so. I, I find it that's like I live by that. Or like most of the the people that I meet that I'm attracted to is when I was I'm not looking. I mean, it's common. Like people say this all the time. Yeah, you find your love when you're looking. It's all like you always find it when you know it's always around the corner. So the more you chase, uh, or is it Kendall Jenner just had this TikTok. Bar on went viral. I don't. I don't even go out anymore. I just stay home. I don't chase. I attract. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, go, go, Kendall. I feel you on that. But that. I mean, you look at energies, right? And I've been doing a lot of study of this, mm -hmm. of energy and frequency and stuff. And there's actual scientific evidence that different frequencies attract on different levels. Yep. And energies. It's not some mumbo jumbo spiritual bullshit. Yep. It's actually scientifically proven that if you're on a certain frequency, you're going to attract and you're not going to just attract. You're going to put out an energy and a vibe that goes out that's going to attract mm. all different types of things and people. And the more that you are consistently, if you hyper-focus on something, right? Let's say, let's say, not sport. Let's just say like you're going to try and focus on like designing one, one shirt, right? Right. And you're going to only just continuously focus on that. You're going to get so into that and you're going to get fully focused, focused and you just keep drawing. You only focus on that and you forget about every, absolutely everything else. You've taken all your time and energy into that, right? Which means that you haven't given your time to get inspiration to like double check that 
based on take a step back, breathe and go, oh, let me go for a walk yeah. or let me go watch a movie or let me go watch a sunset or let me go have a chat with my mate um, you know, who's a fucking epic like creative, right? And then let me come back. And what I see is that girls who definitely go continue to um, break up, get into another relationship, break up. This happens mostly more with girls than guys. I've seen it with guy friends. So I'm not like, you know, saying it only happens with women, but mostly because girls are more emotional than us. And I, when you're super focused on, you know, I want to be, I want to get a girl. I want to get a guy. 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 You never take the step back to go, okay, what the fuck just happened with my last relationship? Why did we break up? He cheated on me. Okay. Or whatever. Like he didn't treat me well or whatever the fuck it was. Right. He didn't communicate properly. I didn't feel like I was wanted. You need to have, there should be like a six month rule or you go to jail that when you break up, that you spend six months just being by yourself and having a fucking yeah. time and just enjoying life. Go out and fuck around I'm a day like if you want. I'm two years single now. I feel like I've elevated so much more in yeah. the last two years. Do you know what I mean? Like the first year, I didn't fuck anyone. I didn't want to. I just yeah. want to like hang out with myself. Mm -hmm. After the last breakup, I was like, you know, I don't need Sex is sex. Yeah, it's great. But it's like, you know, I'm not emotionally ready for it yet. Mm -hmm. so I try to do like, you know, one night stand and shit after breakup, it just doesn't work. I think for for women and guys, like they need to take, don't go and rebound straight away. And then going back to that sort of vibration, right? Like that sort of, when you like chasing and chasing, chasing, like you telling universe, I'm liking, liking, lacking. Mm. And you're, you're emitting that frequency to the universe, I'm liking, 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 liking. You have this low frequency going. But then if you're, that's why, like, if you see a focus away from chasing, 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 like, you know, you're tracking, like, you know, that's why they, you know, you don't chase your track kind of thing. That means you're full of abundance. I'm like, I'm full of abundance. People um, already into me, they're, you know, uh, they're attracted to me. So that's your, that's why you're not chasing. Can you imagine Leonardo DiCaprio chasing? I don't think he will ever chase. No. They just come to him because it's like, ah, oh, I've got people coming into me anyway. So I don't, I no longer need to chase. Mm -hmm. um, so his vibration is, is attracting. Like, with people who's lacking, they're chasing. So I noticed that now, well, not now, but like I've always noticed this, but I'm like, stop chasing, they come. Mm -hmm. Run out my focus elsewhere, just I'm, my focus on making money and business, um, and fashion brands, growing my, scaling my business. Um, out of woodworks, like all these girls now attract, more girls are attracted to me than before. Um, so yeah, I, that's, that's, I think that's, that's a key. You know, people are like always chasing and like they're overthinking it. And like, bro, mm -hmm. stop chasing, man. Just focusing on you, focusing um, on your values. And you're gonna start attracting these women. So how do you fo how would you focus on yourself? So let's say let's say you break up with you know a girl, uh, and then so what would you first do to then start going back and focus? I have on this yourself? vindictive way of getting back on a girl, right? By every breakup, I feel like I I need to elevate, either get physically better looking. So for me, in my case, you know, I need to get more tattoos or get more fit. Or right? I go to gym, I train hard at the gym. And I get more tattoos and I get more tan. <laughs> I think that's physical. And then I have to get also um, like financially better, right? To me, as, as a guy, your values are, uh, are measured by your physique, your wealth, your security, all these things, right? Your power. Um, so every, every breakup, I'll just level up so much. And I love the breakups because that make me better and better. And then... And then as you get, as you level up, you're attracting girls of that higher caliber, mm -hmm. of that higher level. 
Do you know what I mean? So, like, I love what Iman Ghazi, I don't know if you follow Iman Ghazi, this 23-year-old guy. He's, like, a social media marketing agency creator. Shout out to Iman, 23, you're making so much money. And um, and he said, like, look, like, for you to start attracting higher-value women, first of all, you need just to become higher-value man, right? So, how do you do that? Like, stop chasing, stop going to alcohol, stop going out to parties, just focus on building your wealth, building yourself, physique, train harder. That are build yourself, and when you start becoming that high value man, you're gonna start attracting those high value men, like women, and that's so true. Like, cause when you're in that lower level, you just you're just attracting all these club hoes. Do you know what I mean? So, if, so you, done with it. if you did that, built that, and then started like, is that a trap in the social media world? Where hey, if you did all that, but then also started building your social media following and started growing. Would that also have now you could be careful? Okay, now I've got money, now I'm going, oh, but yeah. I'm also attracting, you know, these, no these clout thirsty chicks. So you gotta have the filter system. Yeah. All right. So as you get up, become a high value person, you're gonna attract a lot of people. Now you, you gotta build a filtration system. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm, I don't want the OnlyFans girls. I don't want the club hoes. Mm. I don't want the girls who just want me for my money. Right? Then you go, oh, out of those, Filtration system, who passed? Ah, these five girls. Ah, let's go on a date with these five girls. Figure out what they, um, what they're like in person. So that's how I I look at it now. Before I was like, oh shit, I'm attracted to everyone. Let me just fucking date everybody. Mm. Do you know what I Figure it out one by one. Now I was like, I got no time. I can just see it from like, all right, you just want want for uh, my money status. You just want me for my looks, or would you just want for my this? Um, so yeah, now I have that in place which i think is everyone should mm -hmm. how do you think only fans girls who do only fans and um i mean guys who kind of feel like they're a different breed um i mean guys usually who are only fans they really don't give a fuck mm. um but like for for women eventually they're gonna have kids right uh i saw someone a friend of mine Isaac butterfield um a funny australian comedian kind of says shit what everyone's thinking right some people 50 percent people hate him 50% people love him, but he did, went and did a tour in America and he was on this podcast on the, um, not Unwanted, um, it's one of those podcasts when the guys always has a bunch of girls on and then him and this other dude talk shit uh, and they just try and get into the level playing field. Question came up, he had a bunch of OnlyFans girls like on and then she was like, you know, like I'm going to have a kid, I'm going to raise him up to be an entrepreneur and stuff like that. And then my mate like Isaac goes, well, I mean, how do you think your kid's going to feel when he starts getting bullied when all the kids like who are 7, 8, your 9, 10 years old, friends, yeah, yeah and, they, and they find and dig up some po photos of you like having you know, your partner come all over your face? And I'm like, I wonder if we've got to a point in the world where there's, okay, when you're in the porn industry in the 70s, 80s, 90s, that was one thing. Yeah. And like now, right? It's one thing. But this everyone on OnlyFans. There is, you know, OnlyFans, what they do, revenue a year. You know what's so I noticed, you know, like, for example, Mike Malak is dating um, Skybury. Porn no, star, not. famous. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, but, but still, Sky, like, but Sky... dating, dating porn star in the US, it's like a normal thing and it's actually a cool thing to do. Mm. Like, like, you look at Mia Khalifa. She's in the fashion world right now, killing it. Mm. Like, she's a fashion icon now and she's a porn star. Do you know what I mean? Like porn stars becoming so normalized and looked up upon yeah. and the culture has shifted to that. Now girls feel like, ah, oh, that's like the A-list celebrities way of, mm -hmm. you know, becoming an A-list celebrity but becoming a, 
high-end yeah. porn star. So now they're doing that. So, oh. but here's a question, right? Or oh, here's a thing that I saw. So I, when I first, you know, I think when everyone first sees Sky Bray, I think one, she's fucking a babe. Mm. Two, she's actually she's got fucking riz and she's got banter <laughs> for starters. Two and three. But I saw her in an interview and she said that she's quitting the industry because she realized this isn't one who I am and who I wanted to be. And I mean, she grew so fast to her and like, I mean, you got to respect the, the growth, but right? Do you, do you, is this what like now what girls are thinking? You become a porn star first to get status and and then you can- I mean, yeah, now shit. she's killed her, right? She's like super like- I mean, look at Kim Kardashian. How did you become big? Yeah. She was, she was basically a porn star, really. That sex day blew her up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And people don't even think about that anymore. Yeah. She just thinks, oh, Kim K. So now, do you need to then, does this only This is what my question is. Yeah. Like, do girls now need to go through that route to become famous? Or do they need to get big enough and make enough money on OnlyFans to then exchange- Venture out to own things. Venture out and to build something. So then you build real life quality outside of, you know- I think that's what the, the blueprint is now. So I wonder how many people, and if anyone is watching this, cause I'll probably clip this. If you're on OnlyFans, are you having a strategy to reinvest your I money and build a, a fucking interview brand? For our next Tequila episode, Tequila High Club. Yep. I, want to, I want to figure out what OnlyFans girls are thinking. Is this because there's a- um, well, I had I had Sarah on the last, you know, one of the last on number on um, episode four, and she's like, well, she was a maximum model, right? She was like a cover model, worked at Playboy and everything like that. But then now she does OnlyFans, but she doesn't do like the fucking sex shit. She just does a lot of fucking nude, right? So there's a difference, right? But she also had like millions of followers before, and she's fucking stupid wealthy anyway because she's got businesses. So this is just another thing. But how do you transition? Like, I know if girls, and I see this quite a lot. Girls on OnlyFans, uh, fucking around on OnlyFans, doing all these triple X fucking videos, right? And then the idea is to then go out and then I see them try and build a bikini business or a jewelry business and it do, fucking do fails. Do they find OnlyFans as a way of like guys, us guys going to venture capitalists with a pitch deck, getting investors, right? And yeah. then once they have capital, they open their business. Do you know what I mean? This is probably like the girl's way of doing it the easy way because you can make up to 100 grand a month. By the end of the year, 12 months, you yeah. can make 120, or no, 1.2 million here's, here's capital. My, here's my advice for every single OnlyFans girl who's never built a business before, right? Take your money and put it straight away immediately into real estate. That's it. That's your game and build your portfolio yeah. and build your passive from there and then go out and have fun. Don't do all this shit where like you're then... Because remember, you also got to remember who the fuck your audience is. Because I see a bunch of OnlyFans girls who go out and they have, get all this money. They're making a million dollars a year. Then they go out and make a bikini brand and I'm, or a dress brand. And I'm like, uh-uh, hello. Do you know who the fuck your audience is? A bunch of dudes. Those dudes aren't going to go buy bikinis for their fucking girlfriend. Like, understand your audience. So if you actually put it all into real estate... Now you're becoming, okay, now I'm a real estate mogul because of you, you got making so much fucking money. Mm. Now you can actually get good at that craft and then start transitioning out and then you can start building something on top of that. That's, I mean, to be honest, that's how I think every single OnlyFans 100%. Girl I think girls don't see that. You know, they mm. need some business coach for sure. Um, but I think, I think to me, good on them. Credit to the OnlyFans, OF girls, porn stars. 
you're an entrepreneur of your own right. Dude, like, I mean, you and me have got heaps of friends who are on OnlyFans. We're not, like, but, we're not, you know, it's not someone that I want to be my, the mother of my children. I mean, we're talking about red flag. If I meet a girl yeah, and she yeah. tells me only fans red flag, sorry. Well, we can go uh, fuck, uh, but uh, I'm yeah, not going to date yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, that's like, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. You know, like, yeah. oh, let's tell me more about OF and the yeah. one industry. I'll be into it. But I wouldn't go, oh, let's go and let's date. Let's start dating. I wouldn't be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, red flags. But, you know, we're in a different world now. Ten years ago, it's nothing like this. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, for me, it's kind of like rare to find someone who's pretty... And then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm studying dentistry or I'm studying, you know, medicine. I'm going, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> you're not a hairdresser? <laughs> you're not a makeup artist? God damn, that's refreshing. Yeah. And that's, I want to pursue more. But it's so rare, man, like to find those type of girls now. Mm-hmm. If you're like a 10 out of 10 good looking girls, most likely they're influencers, models, OnlyFans girls. Do you know what I mean? Just I like, mean, the last girl I was dating... Um, Chinese American from uh, North Carolina works in New York she like she was fucking amazing right the reason why we just like we we called it quits is because the long distance right and I've got a lot of shit going on she's got a lot of shit going on but dude when I first met her and like just seeing her like when I was dating her it was nothing she was in the finance game and one of like the top execs in her That's company yeah. they had like she had like a fucking thousand people underneath her bro like, and she tells you how to do your business. Oh, shit. <laughs> she was 26, right? And you know more than I do? Yeah. She was 26 and just killing it, right? And like, you know, our sex was amazing. We, had, we were great together. It's just this point in time, we like, just things have been a bit yeah. hard. So we're like, okay. Yeah. Logistically. But that like, turns me on a lot. Like yeah. someone who gets shit done. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things, which I loved, is she just loved listening to me as well. She just loved listening mm-hmm. to me talking about my business and everything that I'm doing as well. Yeah. Because that re- was retracted to her as well. So, I mean, it's, I, I really like that. And I think that's the reason why you and me kind of like, like the same girl in that principle um, on them getting shit done and kind of like, yeah. you know, pushing their career to a, to so a new would you Would you date a girl... Who's poor? I mean, like, I'm saying poor as in like a general term, but more like just pr- like super hot, but then not financially stable. But why is what the question, the duck question back to you is why is she not financially stable? What's the reasons? Well, just hypothetical. She's just hot, but she doesn't know how to handle her finance. Yeah, but like, like hot people, like yeah, yeah, but what she get she, away with it because she's so yeah. But what does she, she do? Doesn't need to be smart. It's not about she's like hot. you can be poor. <laughs> you can be you, dude, like. You could be poor. I'm saying like poor as in like not like broke poor, like begging on a poverty line. Right, poor as in like she's still, you know, not being able to live her lifestyle dream and all that stuff and she's still relying on her. It's all I, all I care about is what do you want to do? What are you trying to do? Like what's, what, the, the most important thing is Yeah, like, but like that's a very general term. Like what you want to do, she's probably going, I want to be rich. No, if you're rich, then I'm like not going to fucking, I'm not interested. Well, what I'm yeah, s- that's what I'm saying. Like, would you date a girl who's super hot but has that mentality? I'd fuck her, but I wouldn't, like, date yeah. her. Now, would you date someone who's, like, super sorted financially, but she's probably not that good looking, but she's, like, got the personality. And, you know what I mean? Like, but super stable and she pay all your bills and she'll help your business grow. What, 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 is, what were we saying not good, not good looking? I'll say a six out of ten. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I don't know, like, oh, no, I don't think so. Hey, guys, what about, what about a girl? 
she's a 10, but she's fucking working in Indomaret for Alphamart. In what? She's 10 bucks? She's here in Indomaret. But she's... But how... Okay, how... Okay, so I don't know if... She's it, a 10 bucks. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know if everybody heard that. So Ricky just asked, my creative director, he just asked... If a girl was ten, um, a 10, but she worked at Indomart, which here in Bali is like a cashier, like, would you date her? So my question is, how old is she? Probably uh, mid-20. So yeah. like, let's make it more like... Uh, is she studying? World. Is she studying? I don't know. I mean, like, you go to Indomart, right? You want to pay your bills. So let's, let's, let's reframe the question. Like, if she's a 10 out of 10, she works at McDonald's, right? So people can understand. Okay, so yeah. McDonald's. Okay, she works yeah. at McDonald's, right? right. Uh, if she's 25 and if she's 25, a, mid 20s, mid 20s, early 20s, early 20s makes more sense. Yeah. But is, okay. And then the reason why I ask is, is she at uni? Is she at university? Cause that's, she's probably trying to pay her tuition. No, if that is, or if she's, <laughs> yeah, no way in Australia, that's a thing for sure. Yeah. You, uh, yeah that's not like that in Indonesia. Okay. Well, in Indonesia, so in Indonesia, no, but like if it's in Australia or America, they might be trying to just like, you know pay their own way maybe maybe they got people See, to support if you're mid-20s and you still work in mcdonald's or i need more info put it check out yeah yeah what's your situation is she the manager if she's the manager she's still making pretty fucking good money right maybe she yeah of cash it no i'd fuck her i'd fuck her but i wouldn't date her I'll try and investigate why she's still there first. Dude, this is the thing. I yeah. need more info. I need to know backstory. Okay, and what's your what's your story? Why are you still working like this? What's a beautiful ten like yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Tell me yeah. why. Why a girl like you working at a cashier? Yeah. Why don't you go do some OnlyFans thing, right? Yeah. Let, let me manage your yeah. OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's toxic. That's bad. Yeah. Can I get fries with that shake? Yeah. So <laughs> six out of ten. Super rich. No. So you got to find that. So you're living in this dreamland where you want a 10 out of 10, but you also want to have a stable um, finance background. And this is, and I'm not necessarily, I mean, yeah, I do want a 10. I actually want 11 out of 10, but, <laughs> but I'm yeah. the same like you. I look at it as in like, uh, so we're looking for a unicorn. I'm looking at family. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. I believe that like I was dating a 10 out of 10 and then, she was telling me, oh, I'm going to be a dentist, da, 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 and then she went ahead to, now she's going to, I want to be a hairdresser. And it's like, why are you going this way now? Because easier path. Because yeah, to be I, a dentist takes a long time, a long pathway, right? And that journey, I think most girls just want the easy route. But here's the, the thing, 10, right? If you're a 10 out of 10, you want the easy If you route. want to be a hairdresser, that's fine. But my question would be like, do you want to build your own salon one day? If the answer is yes, then cool. I'm going to financially help you with that. And then yeah, yes. I, mean, I, then I, mean, I know hairdressers make a lot of money. Dude, like but I, got, I went, what I'm talking is like she went from being a dentist to the beauty, which is fine, but it's like a completely different industry. To be a dentist in the medical industry is a lot harder. You got to put a lot of effort, a lot of studying, yeah. up to ten years of studying, and a lot of people don't want to sacrifice ten years because they want an easy way out. So it's the same thing. Like let's say like girls, the same thing. Like I mean, okay, what's the equivalent of like if a girl sees a this is 100 no. If a girl sees a hot guy who work, who's a fucking cashier at 25. They might think he's cute, right? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, let's go for drinks or whatever. Well, short-term relationship. Yeah, yes. and they'll go, fuck. But long-term, no way. No. And if you say yes, you're fucking lying. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you owe me a fucking shot. Yeah, this is why I think, you know, for me, it's like, I love having the trifecta. You know, if you're hot, rich, and funny, mm-hmm. holy shit, who can say no to that? But dude, like, the difference between a 10 and an 8 really is kind of, I mean... 
okay, your version, you and my version of a 10 and an 8 is very minuscule because, like, it's just like, I don't know how to explain that properly. But I like, think for me, it's like an 8 and a 10, it just, the, the difference would be like the personality. I mean, I see 10s for sure, and I'm like, I, I, I can see a 10 physically as soon as they open their mouth, it goes down to 8 straight away. Right? I can see a 10 and then open okay, their so mouth. They're smart and, and intellectual, make me laugh. Straight away, they got upgraded to a 10. Yeah, so I okay, think 10 so and 8 is like. 10 looks, very, very 10 looks but then the, the banter, the, like, the mentality have a to one. back it up. Yeah, <laughs> and but then if you have that, you go down to it. Yeah, but they have to back it up, right? Because yeah. so also, when you, start, when you start liking a girl, your, find, the looks. I find the good looking girls also very insecure. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is what my mom always tell me. Like, the better looking the girls, the more crazy they are, the more toxic they are, the more insecure they are. Right? Because then uh -huh. they also have all these options, but they're never happy. The 10 out of 10 girls, they're not happy. Um, just based on the consensus of the girls that I meet. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10, they're not happy. They're not content with their life. Um, they're depressed. They're having a lot of anxiety issues. And then compared to like a 6 out of 10 girl who's just super happy. They're like content with their life. I don't, I don't, I disagree with that because I think a 10 uh, can go through all the shit Then they can go through, you know, like... No, what I'm saying that's the pattern that I see. Like, yeah. I mean, if you look at celebrities even. Yeah, no, but... I, Kardashian's I, still but, dealing with... Yeah, but how many fucking 10s are there in the fucking world, bro? It's not that many. Not many. Not many. And how many sixes also go through fucking anxiety, depression, everything? Yeah, I mean, there's like a lot, that, right? But I'm saying like most of the likely, now, especially nowadays, a lot of the 10s are dealing with that issue. Yeah, but they're, everyone's dealing with it. So I think you got to like, I, yeah, sure. I want to end up with a 10. I want the kid, the, the, the mother of my children to down nowadays. I find it is. No, I think it's just finding the, the right person. I think with, especially you and me, we've dated quite a lot, but we've also done a lot of shit in our lives. So right now i don't really care like yes i love having sex with a girl and like meeting and i love it, enjoy that because i'm a very sexual person but i'm not going out to go find it every single fucking night right but i'm also going back to what we we're originally saying is i don't care like i when i find a wife or when i find the person or a person that who i'm really fucking with i'll find it but for now i don't give a fuck like i'm just doing exactly what the fuck i want to do and everyone should be fucking living their life like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's that's also to me as if I was a girl, I'm, I'm hearing that as a red flag. I don't that give a shit because then that well, means that's 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 that means you're gonna have problem with settling down now because you're not in that mindset now. No, because that means that if I fucking come up to you and I vibe with you and we vibe together, I'm not fucking mm. saying to your face, going, I don't, I'm not a fucking want anything. If I meet a chick, I'm gonna have a fucking conversation and we're gonna get to know mm. each other and we'll start going dating. Now, there's a difference between that dating I'm, and me I'm going... I'm do a psychoanalysis and you as a psychologist. <laughs> and I'd be like, Blake, tell me your past five relationships. Why didn't didn't work? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd love to do the same. I'd love to have a psychologist like doing that on me. I go, why didn't your last two relationships work? Do you know what we fucking should And I'd be like, all. Gemini. <laughs> do you know what we should do um, one episode? Mm. We'll have to do it like in season three because I have to find one we should I'd love to get a girl's perspective on this couch yeah we'll do that but we'll, we should get like the poly lying test and every time yeah. you get an answer you say it's right it's like I'm wrong lying. you have to take a shot bro yeah. we're doing that yeah. season three bro polygraph yeah fucking classic alright let's wrap it up yeah let's wrap it up so red flags red flags we didn't really oh, I mean we touched on it but I think for me red flags are Okay, here's my big red flag, right? That okay. I didn't get to say. When I'm dating a girl, 
Um, one, communication, be fucking very honest. Honesty, transparency. But the way where it's like, I've been with a quite a number of girls and I understand people's energy and I'm also very good at reading people. I have this weird seventh sense where I can actually feel shit that's going on if you fucked around. Mm. I've had this fucking thing since I was like 16, 17. I don't know what the fuck, how it happens, but I just know all the time. And once I, as soon as I get that feeling, I know something's wrong. So I'll hit you up straight away, right? Uh, in the beginning uh, and all the way through, communication is the most important thing. If you are not feeling it, tell straight away. In the beginning, if you don't feel it, tell me straight away. And then we, it's okay, we can move on. No, like it's not a rejecting, no hard feelings. But communication is my biggest red flag when it's not done appropriately. When you feel like you can fuck around and like don't think I'm going to find out or doing little things where like you may be messaging someone, right? I find that shit out. So my biggest red so flag... So red flag, do you find girls with posting bikini on Instagram is a red flag? No. Oh, okay. I think it's hot. Go flaunt your body. I fucking love your body. You, you love your body as well. So mm. I'm not, I don't get jealous and shit. Of course, there's guys looking at fucking her. Do what the fuck yeah. you want. If you feel like you're sexy and you want to do it and you think, you, dude, fucking do it. And I'm going to fucking I'll, double tap me, that shit. I'll, I study that cycle. Again, I love the psychology of that, right? I'll be like, hmm, honey, why do you need more approval now you've got me? Yeah, but is she, is she an influencer? Is she a model? Then yes, she's going to fucking do it because her fucking job. Are you just doing it? Do you have like 2,000 followers? And yeah, you're an eight, nine, maybe a 10. And then you're posting as well. Why are you posting it for is a difference. If you're just trying to get well, fucking like ass clout, then whatever. Yeah, well, like, you know, like, like Mike's, right? I used to just, I'm against posting bikini photos. I'm against that, da 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 Do you know what I mean? I value my body. And then next minute after we're broken up, like bikini, 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 nude, nude, nude. I'm like, oh, what's happening there, huh? Yeah, but that was what also happened? probably a throwback at you as well maybe maybe not but also maybe like that's her insecurity starting to creep up now do you know what i mean it comes down to like i think okay in communication intent is that there are two things uh yeah are you going to communicate effectively yeah or are you just going to think you can like fuck around like if if we're not vibing anymore we've been dating for a while and you're feeling like something communicate mm. let us know let's try and work it out we're here together already let's communicate mm. together sit down let me hear out. What am I doing wrong that's not making you feel yeah. like... Or have you done something perhaps to me which makes me then react a certain way which means maybe I'm cold. We are not perfect. I know I'm fucking far from perfect, right? At all. Like I'm the fucking... Undamaged goods. I'm fucking... I'm perfect <laughs> person. I'm fucking not damaged goods. I'm fucking just... Un, I'm not perfect, right? But I'm here and I you know, love you that whoever I'm with. Like let's work it out. Let's communicate. Let's sit down. Now, I fucked that up a lot in the past, but now where I am, it's like, let's communicate. And then the second thing is your intent. What is your fucking intent the whole way through? Is your intent to just enjoy life and kind of still fuck around and not take things seriously? That's cool. We can fuck around then for sure. But then what is your intent if we're together? Like, is your intent to be with me so and please me and enjoy life with me? Because that's my intent with you. So they're my two things. If those two are cold, you know, they can become red flags. Hopefully they're always green flags, but there is a moment in time where they can easily become red. Mm. And that's kind of the same thing. Like the communication, also honesty with communication. Just be honest. Mm. If you don't fuck with me, don't lead me on. Uh, also red flag, don't leave me unseen. Girls, stop leaving guys unseen. 
And two, oh, just reply. Two, yeah, just say, you no, I'm not interested. Games. Yeah. And two, the biggest thing as well is um, fucking, oh, fuck, what is it? I just fucking lost it. Because now I've got all these fucking red flags going into my head now. <laughs> Girls, just be straight up. That's it. Girls, be straight up. If a guy hits you up, just say you're not interested, right? Uh, that's it. Don't leave us left on scene. And then just reply back saying, hey, hey, sorry, I'm not interested. Now, guys, also, don't be cunts and then fucking react when they reject you and they say not interested, okay? Don't be a bunch of fucking pussies, right? Take it on the guys fucking shoulder. Guys react when they get rejected Dude. all the time. I'm like, fuck that bitch, you left me on scene. There are, and like, take which, it so personally. No, like, which now it's probably been the fucking guy's fault this entire time and the reason why girls well, that's why, that's why they all the do time. It, right? Because they, they don't want to fucking like say, oh, I'm not interested, yeah? Because now they get so rude and we're like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Like, da, da, da. Exactly. So fuck you guys, whoever started that. Oh. But then also, uh, girls, stop leaving us on scene, all right? Let's fucking, let's, let's cut off. Now. My red flags. Oh yeah, what's your red flags? Um, if you've got nothing valuable to offer, do you know what I mean? Like if you just, like if you just try to use me for me, like my, my network, my net worth, da, 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 this red flag. Mm -hmm. Do you know, you got nothing to bring on the table. This is a partnership. It's a business deal, 50-50. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you got to get something to offer. Like, you know, yeah, fine. If you don't have any business um accolades to offer in this relationship that's fine you know the business mindset yeah. but you can you can offer me something else emotional stability foundation like you offer me love you know uh, unconditional love like yeah. she'll be like i'm obsessed with you that are, that's all i need as a guy i need that i need that sort of foundation so it makes me feel like a man it's more love languages than just the money yeah. just the money like yeah. hey babe how you how's work oh I'm like, I just want to vent a little bit. And I'm like, oh. I'm like oh, well, what can I do to, can I make you dinner and stuff? Oh, great. I need that. Mm. And that's attractive. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like, hey, babe, can I get some money for like my handbag? Um, uh, this is Gucci bag that I want. And I'm yep. like, oh, bitch. I just work so hard for this money. Yeah. And then just trying to take it away from me. Right? Red flag number one. That's why I think I find like dating, you know, that sort of Russian Ukraine is very hard because mm. to me, I just don't like that when she's take, 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 take. And I feel like she's like giving, 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 giving. In her mind, probably like, yeah, I just gave you sex. That's worth mm -hmm. two handbags. And to me, that's not worth two handbags. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's worth six months of my hard work. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of like different values. Mm -hmm. To me, that's a red flag. Um, second red flag is, again, when you're just flaky. Um, you have so many guys, you know, you know just playing That's around. the word I was looking for is flaky. Mm. When you know, like, when you ask them and they kind of beat around the bush a little bit. Oh. And you're like, I'm private with my life. I'm like, why are you private with your life? Because you're talking to 10 other guys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Girls who are so obsessed with you would only show you on Instagram. Mm. Like, and that's when you know, all right, she's serious about me. Huge red flag. Fucking. When um, she takes a photo of me, just my, slide my Yeah, the elbow. Then <laughs> tag me. And then, right. You know, yeah. They're just like tagging like two drinks on the table. I'm like, hun. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to say? Red flag. There's a big uh, red flag. Red flag, photo on a private jet. Or boats, yachts. Yeah, that, and you don't know that you got a boyfriend. Yep. Because we you get it. You got, you got, a, you got money. You, you got money coming, which is totally fine again. But stop it. It's not your fucking jet. Yeah, I mean, that's a red flag. Again, that's like, I see that's a gold digger. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah. Um, third red flag is you don't look after yourself. 
if you're not into fitness, to me, that's a red flag. Honey, like... If you don't jam long, a train or anything like that, yeah. How long is that going to last? Your genetics will only last up to mid-20s. Jamming. Yeah, what is that? That's... It's not... And I, th- I think girls would probably feel the same. If a guy doesn't go to the gym... Mm. Or like, okay... You if know you, what I love? If you surf and stuff, yeah. it's different, right? Yeah, yeah. What, but a girl... If a girl doesn't go to the gym and train, I think... I'm like, you could be way more fitter. Yeah, it doesn't have to go to the gym. They can do like Pilates. Yeah, yeah Pilates or anything. Like, just be active. Right? Like, you know what I find attractive when a girl, we go out with a, with a girl and like, oh, look, it's 8.30. I'm tired. I need to go home. I got class tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. I'm like, oh, namaste. <laughs> That's attractive to me. Yeah. Instead of some girls like, oh, 9 p.m. Let's go. Kick on. Yeah, oh, my God. You're around. Oh, shit. Red yeah. flag. This red flag. I guess just like, to me, you ideally, like, at the end of the day, ultimately, you're looking for your ideal partner who's going to be your baby mama, mm-hmm. all right? And you want that, those values to be carried on as your potential wife, potential long-term girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But I find that's really hard to find right now. In this new environment, um, the way the society is now, and there's been case studies um, where it's, it's finding, it's a lot harder to find you're part of people staying in a relationship because, yeah. again, it just bounce around. Instagram, dating apps. We didn't get into dating apps. Like, man, like you get options for days on, on the tip of the finger, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, if I don't work out, if things don't work out with this person, I can find different options by tomorrow, yeah. by tonight if I want to, right? So it's crazy. Mm. Um, that's definitely a red flag. But I, I find it very, very hard right now to find um, a partner, a girlfriend. I mean, that's like in Bali, it's extremely hard. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's either in and out traveling. <laughs> everyone's so hot here. I'm like, God damn, man. But it's not that. It's like if you, like, dude, the amount of people that don't, and guys and girls that don't actually have value mm-hmm. or doing something, right? Um, it's very hard because, yeah, cool, you can date someone um, for like a few months and stuff, but where is that going to go? Like, are you, like, what are you doing here? I've been trying to like build like businesses yeah. and stuff here. This, the whole this is time, what I find right? really so, funny. Like when I come to Bali and I see good looking people, I get intimidated a little bit. Like, but then I figure out, I start talking to them. I'm like, ah, oh, you got nothing going on besides your looks. Then we're trying to figure out what you're trying to do here. You're promoting it and you're being on tables all the time. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you're, cool. this is, yeah, you've got no depth. How long until you have to go home? Like how many years can you stay here and mm. you're not, you don't make any, like a lot of girls, younger girls come here and do it. I'm happy that they're here because you're going to get, you're going to have an experience that people would fucking dream of. But what is your end goals? I, yeah. So I find, so I met a lot of um, models who are just becoming like a successful entrepreneurs here doing modeling, mm-hmm. setting up businesses and, um, and you can get a carrot word in Bali where you're like, I'm partying every night mm-hmm. or I'm not, I'm here for business, making money. And the ones that I'm like, oh, you're here for making money. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. That's attractive. Yeah, uh, let me figure it out. Yeah. All right, let's uh, wrap it up, huh? Let's wrap this up. So I'm getting pretty tipsy from, <sighs> from <Anna>. this. <laughs> <laughs> so out of 10, what would you rate this? Like, you must be drunk because I said that an hour ago. No, because I got to always ask at the end if you watch the show already. Oh, no. So obviously, I didn't I, watch it. I got to ask it in the beginning and I got to ask at the end because everyone always ends up. Eight and a half. It hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's still eight and a half. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks again for flying over and we'll see you in the next couple of episodes. see you when I get back. Cheers. (sighs) And for everyone watching, I hope you guys enjoyed the red flags. We went into depth. 
on our perspective on what it's like to date girls and comment. Remember to stop leaving us on scene. But in the meantime, subscribe, like, comment what your red flags are down the bottom and we might figure out where to give this the rest of this Sierra to. So otherwise, see you guys in the next episode. Adios.